Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. CEOs, we have a special episode today, and I have been seriously dying to put this one together and get it out into the world. So you're probably asking why. Well, because I know some service-based biz babes out there who are juggling their passion like rings of fire inside of their heads and hearts and wondering, where do I start? What do I do first? Where do I begin? And honestly, can I do it all? Well, let me tell you. Well, Lauren has become a living, breathing proof that all of her outlets, her love for business, her experience in sales, her passion for gardening and plants, her ability to teach others, and if that wasn't enough, her creative spirit can all cohabitate nicely together. And I really think that that is like the beautiful part about business In the corporate world or the nine to five grind, you're given a job and your tasks are literally assigned to you in a job description and you live within those boundaries, right? But here in the world of entrepreneurship, Lauren and everybody else, they get to exude and exemplify all that is flowing into your heart space. You get to do what you're drawn to. You get to create a passionate place and space and explore the world to pivot and grow within what you know, what you love, and what you grow into. All in a business that is your very own creation. And we're going to explain Lauren's very own creation and how she came to be in all of the places that she exemplifies. So Miss Lauren and I, we actually met, oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm about to age myself, taking it way back to the University of Maine Black Bear days when I was just a tiny little cheerleader first learning how to stunt. Lauren, who is, I believe, two years younger than me, joined the squad as I was making my mass exodus and heading to Moorhead, Kentucky with the visions of national championships dancing in my head. So as she and I crossed paths, I knew they were going to be in good hands. I knew that team had a new leader ready to step up. Lauren was just an absolute rock star then, and she's a rock star now. So that wouldn't be the only time we cross paths. Of course, right? Kindred spirits. Years later, we reconnected as we were both running successful network marketing businesses and teams. She was still in Maine, I was in Kentucky, and both of us in different companies. And this is what I also love. We're in different companies, supporting each other, contacting each other, collaborating, seeing so much potential in the business growth in the same industry. And it was so fun to watch her excel and to shoot for the stars during the period when I was doing the same. So I don't know if she knows this. 
so this might be a surprise to her. I would literally check in almost weekly to quietly cheer her on, kind of whisper good thoughts, but secretly also hope to sway her my way into my business, right? I mean, come on, let's be real. We all know that that is a thing that happens, and I just loved her energy, and she and her husband were just such leaders, so it was really cool to watch and support and also, wink, wink, secretly hope that I got to work with her again. So Lauren is now in her time after network marketing, because for a lot of us, that time does end. She's now a proud wife and mom of three who shares her passion for gardening with the world by growing, teaching, and building a plant-loving community. She's a certified master gardener who is busy volunteering in local gardens and schools to share her plant knowledge. She has big plans, don't we all, right? To instill gardening into the next generation and we'll continue to do this by hosting workshops and events for all ages. She has a new retail plant shop where she sells one-of-a-kind plants, creates custom works of art for special events, collaborates with other entrepreneurs, and shares her creations. And having been there, I'll tell you, it is a cute little spot to get all things that you love about greenery and our precious plants. It is so fun. So we're actually sitting right now, both of us, about miles away from each other. She's at her shop and I'm at home. And I remember coming in before the shop was even open when I first came back to Maine for the start of this six-month stint that I'm here, and it's already grown and transformed from what it was to what it is now, and I love watching it all come to fruition. So, that was a really long intro, but I had so much to tell you about this amazing woman and this beautiful friend. So let's dive in because I have so many questions and there's so much I want to know about this transition and growth and what it means for all of you ladies listening. So I'm excited to officially welcome my friend and tiny little Miss Maine cohort, Lauren Tool to the Airwaves. Lauren, how are you today? I'm great, Alicia. I'm excited to be on your podcast finally. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So I'm going to dive in right off the bat. Let's just go deep. Now, you went from network marketing almost directly after college, and you had a really successful run with it, I might add, because I know we all hear about network marketers and short stints they have or the lack of success that can be seen, but Lauren and I both did really well in it. So tell me, what do you think network marketing taught you that enables you to run a successful business today? Where to start? It taught me a lot. Truth be told, when I was in network marketing at first, I thought that was going to be what I did forever. It taught me to love freedom. It really taught me that it's priceless to be able to create your own life, to create your own schedule. But most of all, I can run through a few things that have helped me build the business I have today that I definitely learned from network marketing. With zero business background, for me, I was a child development major at the University of Maine, and I had absolutely no idea how to market and sell products. So there was that. That was amazing for me to realize that there's so many free social media platforms this day and age to use to advertise and how to utilize those. It taught me how to host events in person and in video chat. I became better at public speaking. My confidence grew with that every call. It made me never want to work for someone else again. 
Um, mm, yeah. To have an entrepreneur mindset forever is just, I think it's priceless. I mean, if you find something you love and you go all in, you become very self-driven. So if you treat your business like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby. But if you treat your business like a million dollar business, then you realize that the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. And it actually got me really into personal development. I mean, if you think about it, if you want to learn something, there's someone out there that has done the research, put in the time, maybe even written a book or hosted a podcast like yourself about it. So in other words, if you want to learn something new, the resources are out there, find them and make it happen. Oh my gosh. 100%. I'm standing over here like quietly applauding because I don't want to distract you. But yes, those are all huge learning lessons that I tell people all the time. If you're looking to build a business and you're not even really sure where to start, you don't know where you're passionate, you have no sales acuity, no marketing concepts, start with a network marketing company because it's a lot of it is done for you, right? There's training that is... (laughs) invaluable and will cost you thousands of dollars as an entrepreneur to hire somebody who already has that knowledge and has already done what you want to do. But in network marketing, you're going to learn bits and pieces of it within the company that already maintains that database for you to do that. You know, if you don't know how to build a website, if you don't know how to hold onto materials or the cost of materials or to build or put together whatever you want if there's so much that you learn in a business that's already created that you get to buy into and then profit from and so I think it's a really great place to start and learn all of these lessons but then it takes you into the next step of owning your own business investing in yourself creating the ideas from scratch and really doing it on your own which to me personally and I think we've talked about this it's a place of even greater pride right like you built it it's yours it's your idea it's your baby it's your product it's everything is you so obviously you learned a lot right you grew as a person which I can totally relate to. I was a very different person then than I am now. Now, I also know there are women in our audience who want to know how to smoothly pivot, whether it be away from network marketing or toward another industry than they're currently in or even within their current business. So talk to me about how that happened, what that pivot looked like, and what created that transition. So I really, like you said, I felt like I was learning a lot through network marketing. I enjoyed the freedom, but I didn't feel proud of the products. I was passionate about using them. They worked. It was a nutrition company. So I I was living proof that they worked. I was healthy. I was happy. I was recruiting people because of my results, et cetera, but it wasn't my product. And I actually felt like others were ignoring my messages, assuming I was trying to get them to buy something and I lost friends, but I also gained new ones. I learned how to be resilient and care less about people's opinions, but I also wanted to do something that I felt more proud of. So I loved so many things about network marketing and the lifestyle, but I couldn't see myself doing it long-term with a family. So I knew I needed to find something more fulfilling that I could be more proud of. So with the freedom I had to work from wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted, I started pursuing more of my passions And I swear, becoming a mom changed me for the better, too. I no longer was timid about what my passions were because I was ready to change our community that we would be raising our daughter in for the better. So I started volunteering at local greenhouses. I started doing lots of craft fairs to share my goods and plants, as well as taking the master gardening course to further my plant lady education. 
I read all the books. I went to some local networking groups. I practiced my workshops and event ideas with friends and family. So long story short, I was ready to create my own products and my own business because I would have a, a bigger sense of pride with that. Absolutely. So I was more than willing to learn what licenses I needed, how to apply for sales tax IDs. And with the confidence that I got from network marketing, I knew that I could learn what I needed to do to make it happen along the way. Ooh, yes. So one thing that I hear from so many business owners on both sides is, number one, there is a level of hustle that gets to happen on the front side of a business, right? There are things that you get to learn and that you get to grow into as a skill set. So businesses don't happen overnight. There are things that you create. There are things that you learn. There are things that get to be done in order to create the success that you see, right? You imagine it as an iceberg. You only see the tip, but you don't see, you know, 80% of it that lives underwater that, that built up that actual iceberg that you see. And so the other thing that I always tell people is it can take as long as you want it to take because you can always hire somebody to be a catalyst for your success by teaching you what they already know instead of you Googling it and finding five different ways and having to decipher which one is the best way for yourself. And so I love that you've done so much of this and that you are also on the precipice of knowing how to outsource, what needs to be outsourced, and putting in that side of the work as well because you you can do as much as you want to do and you can outsource and hire as much as you want to hire, but the biggest part of that is it will take as much time as you don't invest in a person who tells you the faster way. So yeah, I mean 100%. It's like you are doing, you put together so many of the steps and you did the hustle. And then on the on the other side of it, you've gotten the advice and you've asked people and you've had that resource availability. So you started then with gardening. So you transitioned into succulents, right? Because you own a business called Mainly Succulents. If we didn't say that before, that is what her business is called. And now what you have as offerings within the shop and outside of the shop, why did you add each one in specifically? Because I know there's a lot of components to your business. So talk about those. Absolutely. So succulents are drought resistant plants that are super easy for people to care for. So I saw on Pinterest back in 2015 when we got married, how trendy succulents were and decided to use them as wedding favors to give out to people. And that really made me inspired because I knew brides were spending so much money on flowers to throw them away or maybe dry them and not have them look pretty, but you'd have to pay someone to preserve things. And But with succulents, I literally still have friends that have the succulents from our wedding in 2015. Oh, so yeah. that is right away I knew I wanted to do weddings and I was passionate about helping brides add greenery to their day. So that I started with ours for weddings and that grew my passion. I really, I don't do too many weddings, but that's one thing that I'm always going to do because it makes me feel really excited to be able to help brides add something to their day that people can keep forever. And then I went into doing workshops because I'm a teacher at heart, obviously with a bachelor's degree in child development and family relations. I really felt like incorporating planting and macrame into collaborative events with local businesses helps grow my business and spread the word, but also helps grow other businesses and helps people grow. So 
after I did workshops, I realized when I started and opened my own plant shop that I could host monthly events and call them plant club to kind of make a community gather. So what I really envision with plant club, I've only had it one time due to the social distancing happening right now, but it's my first free monthly event. So I started this to gather like-minded people and to grow our following. So we work together in the plant shop on projects that I have to get done here and teach them how I do them. And then together we brainstorm more ways to spend that time together and add greenery to our community and better our community. And then the studio and retail space that I have now, I added in because I felt like I was I was doing all I could at home and I didn't have a place that people could walk by and notice me. They were finding me online and I was pretty busy, but the second that I stepped into this retail space, I was inspired. I wanted to create an environment for myself and for other local artists to not only sell our crafts and plants, but to have live demos and engage and inspire people in the community. Yeah, wow. That is a lot. And yet, it's all really cohesive because it all centers and circles around your love for plants and succulents and community, it sounds like. So I think what's really key to note here is that every business has kind of set pillars, right, that it stands upon, that keep it strong, that the community knows them as, that people that meet them know them as and for you it's you know the love of community the love of bringing people together the love of inspiring others to create as well and also having an online space a community space and a brick and mortar and it just really ties it all together to say you don't have to do just one you really truly can do it all if it makes sense for your business but how does it tether and tie together as a cohesive piece. And I like to call that the umbrella effect. It's like, what is the umbrella of your business, which for you, Lauren, it sounds like teaching in community. And then your vehicle to creating that was succulents and plants and your love for gardening. And I love that you've really done it all in a way that feels really authentic to you. And so many people are looking for that. And I think a really good place to start with that is something that you said you feel really excited about all of these parts and pieces. And so that's where you begin. What makes you excited? What lights you up? What do you stay up at night thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to do this tomorrow. Those things that you feel excited about, they were given to you. They're desires that were put in your heart for a reason. And if you're not doing them, they're going to forever tug at you because they were given to you. You specifically, because you are the vehicle to create and put it out into the world. And so the other part of that is using your background. What have you done? What have you experienced? What do you love to do? Who do you love to help? What do you love to talk about? What would you do for free? What do you have a degree in, a certification in? And being able to use all of that and tie that together as a part of your business because people know you as that and they've watched you grow up as that. So... For anybody out there who's kind of struggling with like, where do I start? How do I pull it all together? I think that'll help you if you re-listen to this whole portion of this podcast and the next things that we're about to go into. So Lauren, I know you're also doing macrame. You're teaching, you're hosting, you're selling, you're owning, you're gardening, you're planting, and you're a business owner. And all of that is encompassed in being that and doing that. So I love seeing this because I know so many of us are pushing into the quote unquote now of it all. And you have created this adorable and thriving business that's all based on organic transitions and smooth learning curves 
all driven and backed by pure curiosity and a desire to serve. And as you served, of course, that makes you successful. And isn't that what business is about in the first place? And so I think as we look at this, it's really important to note your level of service in all parts of this and that this is a heart centered service, not like how much money can I make, which money is important, but why? What does it matter to you? And I think that's so important to really note that service is the first, it's the starting point. It's the place of all intention. Don't you agree? Yes, absolutely. I mean, building my brand has been so much fun because I've connected myself with people that are eager to learn things that I know. So it makes me feel fulfilled because I'm helping them learn and I'm also growing my business doing it. So like you said, it it is totally centered around service. I actually do a lot of things in my business for free and it always comes back to me. Like I go Mm -hmm. to the school, I volunteer hours every week to go in there and teach the classrooms. And then I have little girls' parents message me and say, hey, my daughter really loved when you came into her class. Do you do birthday parties? You know, I immediately see the results of what I'm doing and sharing come right back at me. So it's the business has not only brought me fulfillment and joy, it's helped so many people. So whether I help someone learn to plant their own succulents, revive a dying houseplant, grow their own food, get out and socialize, meet like-minded people, inspire them to create, or just simply connect them more with nature, I feel like I can make a difference by sharing my passions. I'm so beyond blessed to have the opportunity to change people's lives for the better, even if it's just in a small way. Oh my gosh. And I don't even think that anybody on the other side of what you offer believes it's a small way. I think that the way that you present plants and your passion makes it bigger for people. And I think that's so, that's such a key element in a leader. And I see that in you all the time. So what advice would you give for someone out there who has all of these skills, right? Any of the skills that they inhabit, all of this information, all of these creative outlets and all of these interests, and they're looking to start a business and maybe they're confused AF, right? Like they're staring at all of it and going, oh my gosh, where do, you, where do you think they should start? What would you tell them? First off, there's business coaches out there like yourself that is really, really wonderful to connect with and get advice from if you are completely lost. But if you have a vision and you don't have money to invest in a coach like myself at the time, you just go for it. I mean, Google it. If you're, if you're worried about getting an LLC, you can literally type it in on Google. How do I become an LLC? And why do I want to become an LLC? And where do I sign up to have an LLC? And you can figure it out. So what held me back from doing it for a good year was that I didn't know the answers. And then I started looking for the answers and just doing So actions speak louder than words. And if you're just waiting on it and brewing up all these ideas, write them down and talk to someone about them. If you, if you don't write down a goal, it's literally just a dream, but if you write it down, it makes you follow that because it gives you the belief that you can accomplish it and that you're planning to accomplish it. Ooh, that's such good advice. And I think It's so important to always say and look for the solution, right? And there are a lot of coaches out there with really low-end solutions. You know, a $49 packet, a $7 workbook, a 
$147 deep dive 90 minute call to really set up a plan if you're struggling with that because some people I've noticed don't necessarily have the step-by-step vision and they're um, they have a harder time creating that you and I we're so good at that that's what we do we just see the big picture it's like how do you eat the elephant one bite at a time and we know where to start and we just dive in and for others I see that being the barrier like you said you know sitting in it for a year not knowing where to start and so if ever that is your stopping point that's your hurdle then look for the solution that fits your pocketbook right now. Because if you are not making it happen, you need a catalyst to help you create the vision faster and get into the business faster. And I think it's so crucial to just know yourself and to say, this is not something that I am really good at and so-and-so is, and so I will ask them for help or, or where they can meet me where I'm at, right? So yeah, so what about for the thriving entrepreneur, service-based or product-based business owner who's looking to add in the next layer of their business, they're really passionate about something, they already own a business, what do you think is the next step for them as they pivot into maybe it's online to brick and mortar or maybe it's brick and mortar to online or maybe they want to add a course or a group or a community effort, what's the next step for them? So I feel like this ties into the last question a little bit. So I'm just going to go a little bit deeper into kind of what I did um, when I was in that position. Utilize the free social networks, um, build a community, show people your ideas, get on your Instagram story, do polls, get people aware of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. put it out there, make it a reality by literally just telling people you're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Once you tell someone you are 80% more likely to follow through because you now have an accountability point, right? If you'd only tell yourself and you only make it so inside of yourself, then you give yourself an out because there's nobody to disappoint, nobody to let down. You're never going to create those negative emotions and feedbacks if there's nobody holding you accountable to your goal. So it's really important to tell somebody. And if you don't have a lot of people who support you in this, hire somebody to tell you all the time consistently that you can do it, that this is within the realm of possibility and to show you how to make that possible. So lastly, because I know that there are women out there in the audience, what about those women who are officially ready to open a storefront and make that brick and mortar dream happen? What do you feel like you did really right? And what what would you do differently that they can possibly learn from? Maybe they're in the online space now and they're moving into a brick and mortar or they're just starting one from scratch. So I think what I did that I've learned from already is I thought that I had to do one or the other, you know, and I've realized now with everything going on in our world that it's really important to have more than one way of people finding you and to be able to have a space outside of your home to create. So for me, just being in my home working, when I started my business in 2018, it was convenient because I have young kids and it was wonderful because I had the freedom of doing it when I wanted with who I wanted and saying yes to the things I wanted to do and saying no to things I didn't want to do. But I didn't have a place for people to organically stumble upon and figure out about my business and what I had to offer. They literally had to either see my page shared from a friend or just find me on Facebook or Instagram. I didn't even have a website, but I thought I had it all figured out and my business was thriving. 
but I was handicapped by only being on one platform, if you will. So now that I have a storefront, I realize that just like everything else, I can learn as I go and someone out there has done it. So a huge mentor of mine is the owner of the Willy Wags in Bangor, Jamie Clark. And she actually has taught me a lot about having a retail space because I started selling plants retail to her and just kind of practicing that and researching some things online. And so learning from failure definitely happened. Selling things for too cheap, just getting way too many things out the door and then having empty shelves and having to restock and things like that. But that is not something that should hold you back from doing it because you're going to not a hundred percent make the shot all the time. Right. So going for it, even if you miss is still going to teach you something. Ooh, yes. There is no failure if you're learning. So tell everybody out there where they can find you. Cause if you're in the Bangor area, obviously we want you to stumble upon mainly succulents and get yourself a succulent, get educated, learn about plants, learn if that is a passion of yours, maybe even how to start your own. So Lauren, where can they find you? And I know you're also growing your online presence. So where will that exist as well? So I am at 3 Mill Street in Orono, um, right near the University of Maine, right near the classic Pat's Pizza. And I actually have a Facebook and Instagram that I'm super active on all the time. It's uh, mainly succulents. And I'm also building a website to now take online orders. But right now we're doing orders for pickup and delivery. Ooh, I love it. Expansion. All right. So as we wrap up, oh my goodness, I just have to say it's been so fun putting this out across the airwaves. Every time I talk to you, I just, I see you light up when you talk about your business. I know your passion and it's so fun getting to watch it all unfold for you. So as we wrap up our time here together and Lauren and I head off for some girl time here again at some point, some coffee talks and coffee sips. I want to just thank you so much for taking the time out to share all of this because as a part of She's Doing Big Things and the CEO ship, I truly believe that rising tides raise all ships and you my dear are definitely rising so it's been a pleasure thank you so much alicia i'm so excited to be here ah i love it all right my ceos i want to say i haven't met an entrepreneur yet who isn't multi-passionate or who doesn't struggle a bit to decide what to do first or what to do next so i just want to say if that's you and this episode helped you, let myself and Lauren know by going to She's Doing Big Things on Instagram and tagging us in your screenshot of your listening screen. I know we both would love your feedback and I would love to help you through this work decision. And on the other side of this, as you have been with Lauren, there truly is a way to start where you are. Start with what you know, learn as you go, and incorporate the rest as layers of a delicious cake known as your business. Lady, lastly, not to cramp the timeline of these amazing guest episodes, but we will not be reading the reviews on these anymore. I always want to say thank you to those who take 10 seconds to write a review and those who listen in, screenshot, and share on social media. So I really appreciate it. And I absolutely love getting to see who is listening and to know where you're at and when you're doing so. So thank you for doing that. I won't be reading them off anymore. But until next time, CEOs, go bigger, make bank, 
own your freaking genius. Start where you are and live so much freer. Until next time, love you long time. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.